Morning Truth. I want to start this morning off with a story. And the story is about a young man named Casey. He was a teen gang leader and he and his crew broke into homes and stole cars and robbed convenience stores and fought other gangs. And eventually Casey was arrested and sentenced to prison. In prison, he became what they called a shot caller, someone who handed out homemade knives during riots. And at some point during his stint in jail, he was placed in solitary confinement. While daydreaming in his cell, Casey experienced um, a movie of sorts, replaying key events of his life in his head. And God interrupted his daydreaming and Jesus was revealed to him. And he literally saw Jesus being led to and nailed to the cross and telling him, I am doing this for you. That daydreaming revelation caused Casey to fall on the floor weeping and confessing his sins. Later, he shared his experience with the chaplain who explained to him more about Jesus and gave him a Bible. That was the start of Casey's journey of faith. And eventually he was released into the mainline prison population where he was mistreated for his faith. He was mistreated for now denouncing what he was comfortable with, what sins he had made part of his character. But he felt at peace because he had found a new calling and telling other inmates about Jesus. In a letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul talks about the power of Christ to change lives. And who would know better than Paul, a man who set out on a journey to jail and murder believers. Paul's Damascus Road experience is outlined in Acts 9. And the scripture tells us, then Saul, who was Paul, then Saul still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord went to the high priest and asked for letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus so that if he found anyone who were of the way, who were followers of Jesus, whether men or women, that he could bring them and bound them in Jerusalem hold them captive in jail. And as Paul journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly a light was shown around him from heaven. And he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the gods. So trembling, 
and astonish Paul said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. When you have an experience and an encounter, a true encounter with Jesus, you can't help but to change. You can't help but to become uncomfortable with sin. Paul's Damascus Road experience was so life-changing that it's changed his name from Saul to Paul. Why? Because the whole character of his being was transformed. So God in turn changed his name. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And if truth be told, we will never be sinless. Perfection is in fact unattainable. That is not what I'm talking about this morning. I am not talking about you living sinless. I'm not talking about you living a life of perfection. In 1 Samuel 16 and 7, the Scripture tells us people look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. That's why people can define a good person as one who is nice and kind and respectful, despite that person's comfortability with sin, despite their lifestyle that is totally against the will and the words of God. God is not concerned with our outer appearance. God is concerned with our hearts. What we have become comfortable with gauges the condition of our hearts. A Damascus Road experience can be different for each of us. It is a point where God gets real with you and you get real with God. It's a point where his truth shines so bright in your face like it did with Paul, that you can't ignore it. It may be like the young man Casey in the story. God may have to sit you down and get you off to yourself. But the truth is, we don't have to wait for a Damascus Road experience. Truth is, we don't know what price we may have to pay to get to Damascus Road. But we can just be honest with ourselves. We can just be honest with God. And we can pray this prayer. Lord, I have sinned against you. Even been comfortable with sin. But Lord, I come before you today committed to living my life according to your will and your way. Lord, I ask that you protect me and direct me as I seek to give you glory with a heart that has been transformed by my sincere desire to please you. Amen. Then I suggest that you commit to studying the Word of God. Pick up your Bible. 
And don't start in Genesis. Start with the book of John. And I say start with John because John wrote his gospel to convince us that Jesus was exactly who he said he is. The son of God, the promised rescuer to whom the whole Bible points. The Holy Spirit inspired John to write this book in a way that would lead us to a deeper belief in Jesus. John's ultimate goal is that we would come to know Jesus personally and be reconciled to God through Jesus, that we would experience the life that is truly life. Once you dive into the book of John, hopefully you will see why this book would be a fantastic place to begin your Bible reading. Whatever road you are on, whether you are a believer needing to renew your faith and commitment to God, or whether you have never accepted Christ as your Savior, you can have your Damascus Road experience today. It is totally up to you. You get to define your life. God has given you charge over your life. He's given you free will. What are you doing with it? How are you honoring God? The ball is in your court. Do with it what you will. When you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. And when you commit your heart and mind to the studying of the word of God, you lay a path for uncompromised joy. Do your head like this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Remember. Remember when the doctor said he said he couldn't help you out. Remember this right here. Remember when the money was getting low. You're hurting now. You're feeling low. You just when thought the night would never end. The sun came out. Now you can smile. What's this name? Jesus, you keep on looking. 
You remember that? Jesus, hey! 